If you make history with God, he'll make history through you. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Bill Johnson with us, and he is talking to us about your history with God and how we need to create a history with God. I know from my life, I have created a great history with the Lord. I can think back on so many times in my life where God just met me. When my heart was broken at that exact moment, I can remember when he met me. Or when I was reading that exact scripture at one point in time, he met me right there and encouraged my heart and gave me hope. That happens throughout our times with the Lord, when we read and continue to pray and believe and just spend time with Him. I know numerous times on the walks that I've taken with Him, He has met me in powerful ways and just basically told me how He loves me and is so proud of me and how He just wants me to just love Him and be in relationship with Him. So as you listen to this today, think about your relationship with Jesus and how you might could create even greater better, deeper history with him. Here's Bill. Um, I've talked to you at times about how people will come for prayer, wanting prayer for impartation. Probably most everyone of us in, in the room have done that a number of times. I have and you have where we see the spirit of the Lord working through an individual and, and we're praying that the Lord will impart that grace, the grace that they carry into our lives. I, I don't treat it like, uh, you know, like the man or woman of God is a vending machine and we get to go out and put in a quarter and pull something out. Um, it's not quite like that, but, but you do get to come before the Lord and ask, but he's the one who distributes gifts. He's the one who distributes graces for life and ministry. It's, it's not so much according to our request as it is according to his design. But having said that, the thing that I've tried to emphasize, especially in our school, where this is a real hot subject and rightfully so a very important subject for us, <clears throat> is that it's easy for me to lay hands on somebody and for there to be an impartation of a grace, a gift for life, for ministry. But it's impossible to impart to somebody my history with God. And every person is required to make their own history. And history is made primarily in the secret place. It's made where nobody's watching. It's true that you can make bold decisions and do bold acts in public places, but that's not where the history is shaped. The history is shaped in the quiet place, in the still place. And um, I want to talk to you this morning about making your own history with the Lord. Maturity comes when you learn not only to confess sin and to give him that part of your life, but maturity is seen when we begin to give him our gifts, our talents, our abilities. It's like something else begins to shift in the heart of the person when we realize not only do I need to give him my failures, but I need to give him my successes because I can't afford to run in that without him either. I know I can't afford to hold on to sin. I need to be forgiven, but I also need equally I need the grace of God on my life where he has gifted or called me or given me talents or skills. And so we learn, we learn from failure to give that to him. Then we learn in success to give that to the Lord. There's another part of our life where hopefully uh, you have learned or are learning that when there's crisis, 
when there's difficulty, when there's trial, to come before the Lord. But not just come before the Lord in the sense of crying out for help, but coming before him until he speaks to you. I hear a lot of people that weep and cry and do all kinds of things, but because there's no encounter with the Lord and there's actually no faith expressed in the environment, they leave the same way they went in. And that's the one thing I would like to share is that when you come into the presence of the Lord, if you come with absolute abandonment to him and you'll stay until he speaks, you will leave different than you came. And we owe it to everybody around us to remain. Sometimes, I can tell you from my own history, it's been in the middle of the night a breakthrough comes. Sometimes it's the wee hours of the morning. Sometimes I'm off in the woods and I'm by myself and I've got the word before me and the Lord will finally speak to me. And, and I, don't, you know, I don't even want to imply that he is slow in answering. I'm just saying, I know that something is shaped in me when I am unwilling to, to pick up where I left off without his voice, without him speaking to me. I can take you around this room and I can show you where colon cancer was healed. I can show you where the woman got out of the wheelchair after 38 years of a paralyzed leg uh, after a stroke and she walked. I can take you around the room where the woman was born deaf, never heard in her life, in her 40s and her ears opened up. She began to point to the speakers in the ceiling. I can take you through a miracle history in this room and outside of this room. But not only that, what's more important to me is I can take you through the pages of this book. book. And I can tell you, it was 1979, he met me here. He spoke to me through this word, and it changed my life. To see that sometimes when crisis or tragedy comes, we, we somehow go to people around us first, and maybe eventually to God, when it should be the opposite. What can a child get from the mother can only get milk. If you're going to get meat, you'll have to hunt it on your own. Milk is food that's been processed through the digestive system of a mother as she feeds her children. When we become addicted to the counsel of others, and I believe in counseling, and I believe in the need of getting that word from the Lord, from people around us, sometimes the Lord will actually keep us from hearing directly from him so that we learn to turn to each other. But there are those who have never learned to turn to him. There's no personal history. There's no private weeping before the Lord, taking the word and holding it before him until he speaks. There's not that history of just holding the word before you saying, God, I've got to hear from you. As we begin to read page after page until finally he talks. And when he speaks, we meet in that place. And it's as though he created in this book a well, a spring of life. And I've learned through the years, it's been 40 years since I started this, I've learned through the years that I can go back to those waters holes. And I know that in certain needs, certain difficulties, I have places, I may not have, you know, a half, uh, half a day. I may not have eight hours to go out into the woods and cry out to God. There may be a crisis. Somebody's on the phone right now. And I need to know where in this book I can turn to where I have met God and he has spoken to me and everything was different since then. And a huge part of this story for me is that very seldom when he spoke to me, did I leave the room and have the problem fixed? It would be the exception. Usually, I leave that encounter with the Lord, having to face the same problem that drove me into his presence. But this time, I have an anchor. 
This time, I have an answer. This time, I have something that has infected me and changed the way I think, the way I perceive, the way I act towards that which has opposed me. And I'll tell you, for me personally, my own history, I just begin to read. I'll read, I may read 20 Psalms in one sitting, but I keep reading until he speaks to me. And what happens is you start creating a history. You can't get that from somebody else. I can share my testimony. I can give you a verse of scripture, what happened to me. But at some point, that portion of scripture is going to have to be your possession. And you would say, well, the whole Bible is mine. I claim every promise. That sounds good on paper. But it's not how life is lived. It's not that simple. To have a resurrection, you have to have a death. You have to come in and die and have the Lord speak and change everything from that point on. There has to be that encounter where your agendas die. Everything about you that that makes up your life, you lay it down, and he speaks. And the identity comes from his voice. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. Life itself comes from his voice. And the most intimate connection of our life is the fact he talks, and he talks to us. A history with God is something that you develop in your own time where you get before the Lord with crisis, with tragedy, and you hear that word of the Lord. If you don't seek him in crisis, you'll never seek him in your success. And the one thing the Lord works hard to keep us from is from the blessing that would destroy us. He longs to release increase of blessing, of favor, of resource upon us as people that we can be more effective and more useful in this life. But he also knows what will destroy me. And if difficulty doesn't drive me into this presence, then success never will. And the great challenge in life is not what do you do with problems. The great challenge is what do you do with praise? What do you do with applause? What do you do with favor? Proverbs 27, verse 21 says that a man is tested by the praise that is given to him. You see, instinctively, we we know, at least we should know, to come into the presence of the Lord and to find an answer when we face difficulty. The problem is, is if you don't learn to dig a well in that moment, have an encounter with God and learn to feed on portions of scripture that he speaks and makes alive to you then. Then when the blessing and the favor begins to come, it will not take you into his presence. And what that means is you've just chosen a place where you're going to level off. Some people only know the Lord through answering crisis. And they've never discovered him who takes them not only out of the red, but into the black a lifestyle where they become a resource now for other people. This is the call of the Lord on the people of God, is developing a history where you meet with the Lord over his word. I'm specifically talking, there's a number of ways that the Lord has spoken to me through the years and really impacted my life. But I would say the initial place where I began to meet the Lord and encounter the Lord deeply and profoundly in a way that changed me was over the word to bring his word, to open it before him and just begin to read and pray.
You, you don't have the right to take this word and twist it to your own advantage. But read until that presence, that spirit of God, enlightens something in your heart and suddenly there is food for the soul that enables you to not only have an answer for a problem, but to become the answer for a problem. This thing is living. It's a living word. It's a living word. What I'm trying to encourage you in is develop a history with the Lord. Develop a history. Let the first response to crisis be to cry out to the Lord. And the first response to success to cry out to the Lord. The first response. If you'll make history with God, he'll make history through you. Well, that was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, Your History with God. Also, you can find out more about him and his ministry at bjm.org. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Morning Moxie, and we will see you again tomorrow. I hope you have a great day. God bless.